Bitcoin looking strong today and kind of just pulling up after that little bit of a deleveraging thing. I think everything's going to move. So make sure you're kind of like ready with your bags and shit. Uh, like uh, right now, both Zephyr and Kuji both look really, really exceptional as far as just like the visuals on the chart stuff. Um, I think Kuji only has to go up another like eh, 10, 15, I'm sorry, uh, like maybe like 50 cents or so and it basically like um no longer looks like a it's about to form a inverse head and shoulders type of thing so up up in a way Sefi, what do you think um the markets are gonna react uh the crypto markets are going to react if uh, nvidia misses earnings tomorrow and the whole market goes down <laughs> i have no idea i don't know um... <laughs> coach what's up coach I'm really angry. This, is this what you went to the, the doctor for? The hospital? No, you betrayed me in two ways. Uh, try, and, try and work them out without me telling you. Um, I don't know. What, 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 is the, what, what happened? You have betrayed me in two ways. If you can guess one of them, then I'll half forgive you. If you can guess two of them, then I'll fully forgive you. Um, I started a space and then closed it because nobody showed up. <laughs> Nope. What? Uh, what? This is really upsetting. You don't even know what you've done wrong. I don't. Wait, did uh, did did Sefi not show up to your ask you anything space or something? <laughs> no, I mean the first betrayal was not making me co-host, just a mere speaker. Oh. All the, all the other scum in the space. Yeah. I don't want to be on the same level as them. The second betrayal was not putting Ox in the title. Ooh, uh, that's a good point. Wait, are we about to move? Like, what, like what, are you, what are you trying to do here? Show the things that are up 5x already, or are you trying to show the bottom? Oh, are you trying to, like, what are you trying to do? All right, well, there we go. I put another and in there. See how beautiful that is. Um, I don't know. I just got off work. I've been too busy to look at all this shit. Uh, Amir Speaker, that's, that's pretty funny. I didn't know Speakers was a, was a uh, insufficient rank in spaces. Yeah. You're like second only to retard there it's like uh a speaker is like a prefect do you have prefects in the usa like a, a kid who's chosen to monitor the hallways like he's he's clearly just a student but he's like an extra loser in fact it's like a it's like a sign of social loss because it's like nobody wants to do it really it's just to suck up to the teachers it's that kind of thing whereas a co-host or a host is like here's the big boy here's the person you've come to hear and listen to to speak um different so i i don't want to be among the speakers I'd rather should I just, quit. Yeah. Should I just um, see myself back off stage here? I, I don't want to be a hall monitor. No, I, th I think hall everyone monitor. has agreed that you are a hall monitor. Yeah, you're all right. You're all, all right. right as a monitor. It's good. All right, all right, all right. It's fine. I embrace it. Hmm. Anyway, 
Uh, yep, Zephyr and Kuji, Moon Time. That's okay, that's, begin. that's all we have to talk about. We can close the space now. Begin twenty minute intro speech. <laughs> Here's how it goes: you start, you <laughs> yeah. start talking, and then uh, you start yeah, yeah. up trading view, and then you're like, uh-huh. "Oh, look at this! The Fibonacci extension is is almost it's hit. This. It's uh-huh. past the third resistance up from the bottom." If this right. goes, then it's going to go to $220 link. Yep. Yep. That's how did you wait? You knew this without even doing the actual thing. A West link as well. What's that? In the title, you missed our link. Oh, yeah, let's put that down Bruce, here. coach, you said something in a thread about mm. the questions you care about that you only are in link because you didn't want to upset Sefi. Why yeah. do you not believe in the fundamentals of Link? Oh, I, I just don't know anything about it. Like, I've heard many things, and they're all from Sefi. And I've yeah, also heard really other things. Talk, except that I'm talking about it, really. I, and, and to be honest, like, <laughs> we, we spend a lot of time on Twitter, right? All of us, I think, here spend a lot of time on Twitter. And it's unbearable to be in the presence of friends or online acquaintances when they're talking about tokens that you don't have in fact it's more bearable to lose <laughs> together than to talk about different things because at least then you don't feel like your time is wasted yep this is basically correct it's like i'm i'm not optimizing for wealth i'm optimizing for companionship yep it's all about community as they say and I also think if we do align, then there's more chance for Link. There's more chance of counteracting uh, Sergey Nazarov's dump pressure. <laughs> exactly. Can, can you explain <laughs> why he's dumping on our heads? Because he hates you mostly. He's a Russian. That's what well, I mean, you'd rather he dump now than later, I would yeah. think. It's like, it's like uh, a, the TFL. They do it scheduled, kind of. It's not a big thing. Yeah. Do you know how much he's dumping? People always say he's dumping. I'm not sure how much. Yeah, there's sizable amounts, but like uh, they they say that like the analysis is like that. It's not that different from like inflationary rewards and whatnot that you see on any other particular chain. So it's not so egregious. It's so like absurd or anything. Um. All right. What I need to do because um, I didn't have time yesterday. Uh, I was sort of fucking around in Twitter space too long. I need to go and get the. So the Coinbase wallet extension is the one that you add to your browser and such. You, yeah, you look up um, Chrome we extensions to, because we need to play. We need to play on Ox here for a minute, um, for a bit here. Yeah, right now I'll do it later. So I'm I'm getting. So if anyone wants to do this while I'm doing it, like so. Uh, so does it? Uh, does Ox.fun also work with um, MetaMask or just with? Uh, just the Coinbase wallet. Both. And also Wallet Connect to arrange. Let me see if I can get a nerd in here. One sec. Uh, Sefi, can you quickly look at Fetch? It's kind of going on a on a ripe moon. Yep. It, it's pretty much going to just absolutely fucking moon. I would, if you have it at this point, like I would just hold on to it. Like, don't even touch it. Because, like, remember we mentioned it would probably hit all-time high. It did. And then, like, the next level up is, like, five bucks or something. So, realistically, like, think about the new buyer of Fetch at $1.20. They're expecting at least a 3x. <laughs> Basically, that's, that's the idea. And we're nowhere near the top of any kind of market right now. So, it's just going to be absolutely ridiculous. 
Like, like I, I could have just left my fetch alone. I took it and I sold it when it was up and I bought like Zephyr at the bottom. So I'm doing fine. I felt like, see, the reason I did that is because I think fetch can run, but at the same time, Zeph can run a lot more. So if I'm going to be in this like AI narrative bullshit, the thing is, I don't know when the AI narrative ends. Whereas with, uh, with Zephyr, it's like right at the bottom, right? Like, like just beginning. And I felt like the upside was just dramatically higher. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm in, I made some money on fetch. I doubled my money or whatever. I'm going to move it over to Zephyr, which I did. And then that did a two and a half X. So I'm fine. I actually did better moving it to Zephyr, but fetch will do fine. Like it'll, it'll head out to like five bucks easy, I think. And therefore, like if you put a, if you have a sizable bag of it, you should do pretty well. I don't know how much you bought, but whatever. Um, so I think, yeah. And then like the next level above that is like 10 or 12 bucks. I don't remember. I haven't memorized the actual number, but it's like something like that. 10 bucks, I think. So I would just leave, I would just not mess with it too much, honestly. Um, hopefully that makes sense. Let me find my little, little So have you, have you heard about Luna Classic? Uh, Luna Classic. Have you, have you heard about Luna Classic? Oh man, I haven't. Is it true it can go to one dollar? That I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that for sure. To a hundred dollars, actually. No, on. don't be, don't be uh, mean, Midas. It's a, it's a dollar. Like there's I did, no way. I did my up. math. It's I impossible. did my math, and it can go up to a hundred dollars and become the next Bitcoin. We have great influences, Mister. Good influencers, yeah. Hmm. Hold on a second. I'm making this Coinbase wallet thing. Just a second. Mm -hmm. Like I want to not fuck this up. Um. Gonna gonna send what your hacked funds? Yeah. Need to like create this thing and kind of swap hacker. Okay, so I've got my little wallet thing connected. Now I have to go to, um, let's see here. So you go to Coinbase and whatnot, and do you connect? I haven't used this before. Do you connect the Coinbase wallet to your account? No, it's just an independent wallet. There. It's just an on-chain wallet. That's all it is. Okay, but it doesn't like integrate well, you, directly with the... Well, with I don't know. I think you can, but you probably want to keep it separate shit. for these purposes, right? Yeah, for more for security and whatnot. Uh, okay, so let's get um, let's get some money in here. It's one second. Let's find some. So basically, uh, oh, and so it's the simplest way to get to where I'm going here. So I, I've got my Coinbase open. You want me to buy what and send where? <laughs> basically, um, actually, just uh, just make a wallet and remember your seed phrase and stuff. Have you done all that? I got that. Yeah. Have you created it? And then yep. go to ox.fun. <clears throat> you might need to fly somewhere else. Yeah, I'm doing that. Um, okay, I have flown somewhere else and hopefully it doesn't boot me out of Coinbase when I do that. Um, why is it still saying, sorry, you've been blocked? Um, oh, I know why. Okay, we're gonna go to a, a different country. So, uh, <laughs> oh, what about Ukraine? I think it's legal there. I think that's a lovely country. Oh you yeah, visit. Yeah, I'm gonna go visit Ukraine. Uh, 
Okay, yeah. So now the Coinbase wallet showed up because it's installed now. Good. I said this to someone before. I was like, connect this. They were like, uh, "How do I use the site?" I'm like, "Well, holy shit! What is this referral code all about? Do I get some free prizes and shit, or what?" Sixty-nine uh, percent for referrals. Wait, what does that mean? Sixty-nine. It means of of Wolfies. Oh, okay. Do you have a referral code? <laughs> uh, I do, but you can also use yours. Oh, I have one. As soon as you sign up, it should be created. Oh, really? Hmm. Um, it just says, like, optional here. Okay, I guess. Oh, are you just signing up in the process? Okay. Yeah, I'm signing it right now. Yeah, you just basically connect the wallet. That's all you do. Okay, so let's do that. No referral code. Um, okay, that's done. And you can deposit what exactly? Let's see. Um, let's find something here. All right, so select coin. You can. So you can only deposit uh, ox or milk. So do I want to basically get something to trade on Uniswap for ox, basically? Or like, where am I getting the updated ox version one or two, version two? I'm sorry. You just mm -hmm. deposit the ox, the ox version one, and then it will get uh, converted into ox two. Um, so you can, you can buy it on Maxi or you can buy it on Uniswap and then just like transfer that shit into Oxfun and it will be converted to the new token. Oh, okay. Oh, I was going to say, is there something I can get on? Um, so it's not, there's no exchange on here, essentially. Like you can't. Oh, wait, one sec. Let me, let me just, um, uh, Sefi, if you go, have you signed up now? E yes. So you signed up. If you go yes. to the top right to the dashboard of your account and find your account ID, uh, send me that, and then I'll send you some play money. Dashboard. Okay, let's see here. All right. So, okay. Um, what what number do you need from this? Uh, send me on Telegram the account ID. Account ID. Okay, there it, it should is. Should be the top, like a one one zero zero something, whatever. Yeah, let me just send you that. Okay. Um, but like for people, the, the most straightforward way to get the actual token would be like Maxi then? Um, it's, it's a little bit tricky right now just because we're in the middle of a token swap. Um, so right now, the, the pool for OX2, the new OX, will be deployed like today. Um, otherwise, you have to go through the old OX, which is a little bit confusing. Uh, so let me just try and sort this out for you, some like play money. Okay, so yeah, it's set up, okay. Mm. Okay, so like places to get it would be like, but the 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 new token is, is only available to swap on the site, like just by depositing the old ox, or is it like you can get the zero X2, you can get the ox um, two somewhere, like on MetaMask or something, not MetaMask, sorry, Uniswap. And I'm wondering, do they ultimately change the do they change the token over on Mexi and whatnot to the new one as well? Um, I'm just uh, sending you some funds from me. Okay. So, yeah. mm, let's see here, what do I do? I guess it'll take a minute, huh? 
Anyway, so I'm 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 just uh, sending you. Uh, Safi, what do you what do you think of this Athena Labs thing trying to be the UST of Ethereum? Athena Labs trying to be the UST of Ethereum. I, I don't know what is it all about. I just I, mean, I just, uh, I just pinned a pinned a little like explain like I'm five uh, thread. Um, but uh, yeah, it's um, from what I could tell, um, they um are they have a new stable USDE, and uh, I think I saw a really good tweet that sums it up. Let me try to find it real fast. Oh yeah, the Galois Capital people were interested in this one too. They're the ones that were like shorting Luna and stuff. Uh, we should have probably had them killed, but anyway, I didn't say that. Um, let's see, it's the old spots. Let's see, ETH. Um, so it's like some sort of collateralization thing with staked ETH, and they create like a stable coin out of this somehow, basically. Yeah, basically. I mean, ever like there's this dialogue going on that like this this entire concept of restaking and whatnot whatever the fuck that is is going to be some sort of like giga ponzi for ethereum again and eventually like that whole thing will unravel and crash <laughs> so it's kind of funny how every layer one goes down the same pathway of doing some kind of ponzi nomic but it wouldn't surprise me i'm not really sure what the uh, the details of it are uh okay so Bruce is kind of working on something in the background there. Uh, I'm I'm gonna send you a thousand dollars of my own funds. Okay. So thank you, Uncle Bruce Daddy. Uh, oh, thank you, Uncle Bruce Daddy. Oh, you know, um, one of our friends uh, um, swapped out a bunch of like Zeph for ZRS for me yesterday. That was kind of cool. He's like, "Do you want to take off some ZRS off my hands? I got to pay some bills." I was like, "All right, fine." <laughs> like I sent him, I like actually uh, sent him that, and he sent me back the what um, ZRS. I want to see how that plays out over time. It's kind of fun. Anyway, a a real friend would have split it. That's probably true. Yeah, maybe I'll split it with you. I need to get like <laughs> we'll do that. It's fun. Um, let's see what else we got here. The peer pressure from Bruce is is uh, amazing. Um, I don't. I, I don't think so. Like I'm pretty. I'm pretty <laughs> generous. Like I'm literally you sending you a thousand dollars. Whatever else, we help each other pretty good. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, okay, so we'll play on Oxfun. We're gonna like. Uh, okay, so what I do on this? Oh, so like. Oh, it gives me a referral code. Um, but when I went in to create the account, it asked for a referral code from somebody else, basically. I didn't put one in. Because yeah, when, when you first sign up, you can put in somebody else's referral code, or you can come to a link. Um, I've, I've sent, so it should arrive soon. Let me just send you the check Telegram for a second. I don't know if you're using the same device or whatever. Probably not. Mm. But if you go to top right. Wallet balance, yep. Wallet balance. Can you see anything? Not yet. Okay. Ethereum, yeah. Okay. So, um, but uh, yeah, but as far as like, how can how can we without fucking it up buy more? 
and uh, where's the simplest? Effect, effectively, you can, you, can buy, you can buy anywhere that has an Ox One market right now, and then you can deposit it onto Ox.fund, and it will turn into Ox2. So that's okay. Mexi, it's Poloniex, I think it's Gate, and it's also Uniswap Pool with Ethereum. So any of those venues, and uh, any of those venues you can you can buy and then convert to Ox2. Later today, we're, we're deploying an Ox2 pool, which is the latest Ox, the one it turns into. Okay. Okay. I think I might. Um, did we ever figure out like what our market cap numbers and all that stuff are or no? Like, um, is there a place to even see this stuff? I think the Ox2 market cap is around 14 million right now. Okay. And that that is the Ox1 that has been burned into Ox2. Okay. Um, so effectively, it's like, one cent right now and 1.4 billion has been burned therefore that converts to about 14 million hmm. okay so the the supply and the market cap will be reduced a lot from ox1 to ox2 because it represents the the difference in what hasn't been converted so, so here it's oh there's a message on CoinGecko now it says open exchange Ox V1 has been rebranded to Oxcoin Ox V2. Yeah. Detailed information. Kindly visit this post for more info. Da, da, da. Please yeah. visit the V2 token page here. Okay. So there's some like of that's a little bit a little bit wrong and clumsy. It's getting updated, but yeah. Okay, but there is a new page for the new token. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to bookmark this because so I don't. And also a fresh chart, by the way, it. which is nice. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. So it's like it's been. Let me see. I guess it's only been the chart's only been open since the nineteenth, like yesterday, right? Yep, brand new. Okay, so yeah, it's like uh, it says thirteen million market cap or FDV on here with a twenty-four hour volume of like nine thousand bucks or something like that. Um, okay, and then there's like the the max supply and the total supply. I guess like what's happening there? Like how how does this token get distributed or what have you like what how does this work uh sorry say it again i've just i've just sent you the the link for the transfer as well oh okay. what, like what's the um uh what's the um like tokenomics of the thing now as far as like so buying this thing like what do they expect to have happen? yeah so at i mean at outset the maximum possible supply is 9.86 billion and that's because it reflects the Ox1 supply. That means if every single person converted, they could convert one-to-one -one and produce the same supply. But in reality, um, Ox2 only gets minted when Ox1 is burned. So there's going to be a difference between the total amount who, who convert and those who don't, right? Um, so for instance, if 50% of people who own Ox1 convert theirs, then mm -hmm. the, the total supply will be half of 9.86 whatever that is, like 4.9 or something. Um, and then the market cap will be halved. So and is there, that, is there that, a point yeah. where this locks in? Like where yeah, it's so, and the numbers are fixed? So it's a little bit like indeterminate right now in terms of timelines because um, for, for various reasons. But, but yeah, like in a few months, it'll be, it'll be completely ended. Um, so there's like a generous bridge time. Everyone has to flee if they want to support the new project. The thing about it is, it's it's a brand new project, new team, um, new idea, new exchange, new everything. And therefore, if anyone in the old project wants to convert or support, they can. But it's not like it's a right. It's more of a privilege, right? So they have some time to do it if they want to do it. 
Um, likewise, on the old OxCoin, Ox1, um, Mark Lamb and Leslie Lamb and, and whoever else is still working on Open Exchange, they might do something, but that is their, their token now, right? So it's an optional, optional conversion to the new Zuzu um, Bruce project. Okay. Yeah, oh, the transaction showing is pending now, so it's, it's, it's coming. Coach, what, yeah. what's the lore, real quick, um, for all the hall monitors and teachers' pets out there? What, what, what happened? Why did Ox split? Um, for a few different reasons, mainly just the difference in vision, though. Just the difference in, in what was wanted to achieve. Um, Op- OpNX, in the eyes of like Mark Lamb and Leslie Lamb and others, was always wanting to be a very like corporate thing. They were always very against like humor and silliness and, and fun and that kind of stuff that, that me and, and Sue and others wanted to do. Um, so it's really just a sort of a fork in vision um, that is the main thing. The open exchange thing was like claims trading um, and, and perps in general. I think claims trading was a cool idea. Like the idea came out of um, things happening like Mount Gox, which is where user funds were locked up for about 10 years. And it's happened in a lot of cases where insolvencies have happened and then user funds have been locked up for a long, long time. So the idea with Open Exchange or OPNX was that users could come to the exchange, they could sell their bankruptcy claims via a legal structure into a trust, and then they get claims tokens. And those claims tokens could be turned into USDT initially, um, immediately, um, and then used to, say, buy the bottom of the market or, or use or deploy immediately. Or maybe you, th- there are people who just need or have a preference for immediate money, right? Um, so we thought it was a cool idea. In reality, um, a lot of people did use it. They mainly used it for Voyager, not so much for FTX. And in the end, the market started rallying. FTX recovery was fairly bullish. It was a lot quicker than past things. Um, so many people did have a preference just to wait for their recovery with, with through FTX, through the normal bankruptcy proceedings and things. So the adoption wasn't too high in the end. It wasn't like as high as we had hoped. Um, so in a way, like there was a, a product market fit for a little bit, but at the same time, adoption wasn't quite as high as had been expected. And also as the market rallied and as bankruptcy cases proceeded, then the PMF went down even more. So it's sort of like in this limbo land now, um, where it doesn't really have PMF, but Mark and Leslie might do something else that, you know, they, they sort of, um, built out a range of products to do with repo markets and, um, various other things. But yeah, the vision for, for Ox.Fun is different. It's much more gamification, craziness, um, Ox collateral missions, trying to make trading fun and trying to make the provision of, of liquidity on the exchange as fun as possible. And then later we have things like copy trading vaults and other stuff. The whole idea around Ox.Fun is basically, um, max gamification, max fun, max chaos. That's the idea. Whereas with Open Exchange, it was sort of more serious. It's like, how can we help bankruptcy claimants out and give them immediate liquidity? So two different visions, um, two different forks in the road, and not the same thing really. That's why it's differentiating. And Ox Fun is like just built for like I guess pure degen kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. It's like you yeah. could call it like a very very milady Romilio sort of exchange. Uh, very fun. Very chaotic. Very like. Um, come on and, and long the shit out of stuff yeah okay so the my uh yeah i have a hundred thousand ox tokens here in my balance so like what what might i do in here next by the way if anyone's following along on the website you can see what we're doing here but uh so there's like four things at the top one is uh trading there's the ox farming there's leaderboards and analytics so 
what do I do first? Go to like the first page, trade. Um, yep, you could trade. And let's see here. It's got. Um, hold up. Now, one of the the first things to know is that this is the old um, FTX trading interface, so it's mm. not completely new friendly. And for that reason, we're rolling out a slider very soon for the leverage and stuff. Um, right now, this is like a, a cross margin system that doesn't have a slider, so it's a little bit more tricky than than most like. Uh, for from you know like on binance or qcoin you have just a slider for leverage it's a lot easier um for a noob got it so let's see here so i'm on the um so there was some kind of like um like little missions you're supposed to do like is that yeah let's let's have a look at that something so, we should do first yeah so if you look at the top and go on ox farming mm -hmm. ox farming right and you're on a um, a desktop, right? Yeah. Okay. So, example, if you go down and have a look uh -huh. at the, the three missions, um, number one, hold hold a position, one X or greater leverage position um, for a period of time. This, by the way, the higher the leverage, the less time you need to hold it. So it sort of scales That's accordingly. Um, mission two is bidding on Oxperps, and then mission three is trading perps the amount of volume so let's um do an example if you go to trading so hit the trade perps button go go trade at the top oh, okay sure all right and then um on the coin selection let's try and do mission two first on the coin selection go to ox okay ox usd yep all right I'm just going to load mine up too, so I can see at the same time. Like walk through it here. Um, okay, so you've got like a page here. Oh, it shows you some little mission boxes at the top right, which exactly shows you the progress you've made in your little, you know, little video game here. Yeah, oh, this is good. It's like designed like a video game, which is good. So, so for example, mission two is you need to bid ox perks within five percent of the mark price. So if you look at the top of the screen, there's the mark price and the index price. Um, I think right now, mark price is 0 0.0109. Okay. Right? So in order to work that out, you need to do like 0 0.95 times that. Let's work that out. 0.95. So it's, it's about um, 0 0.0103. So I'm multiplying 95. 0.95 by which one of the mark price or the, index the mark price? price yeah so 0.0109 that gives me 0 0.010355 okay yeah so so round it down a little bit maybe 0. Um, 0 0.0103 or something and then um to complete this mission you bid five percent below so at that price right so if you put in the price in the trading interface okay so 0 0.0103. And then you mess with the contracts. Um, probably keep margin ratio, I don't know, below about 20% or something. Um, you just keep, if you keep typing, it'll change the margin ratio. Um, 
I have no idea what I'm looking at. Like, what, like, <laughs> what, 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 like one contract? Is that what he's saying here? Yeah, a, a, a one futures contract of Ox, basically. Um, but if, if you put in, for instance, like one one, like one 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 one, mm-hmm. in the which blank? In the quantity. Okay. Uh huh. Has it come so up? It's showing at the bottom. All right, so. Let me just type 1,000, just sort of like understand what's going on here. Notional total 1,030, because that's a you're basically multiplying the the price times a thousand. That gives you the 1,030, and then it says margin 1.08.7, new margin ratios 0.05 percent. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the the margin ratio reflects like uh, the liquidation level. In some sense, it's a li- it's a little bit hard to explain this shit to noobs, and I've realized yeah, that. So, I can see this. so what we're doing in a few days is is changing it to leverage sliders and things. Okay, because so like like mentally, like what what am I looking at here? What does it mean to say you're at margin one hundred and eight point seven? I think the guy who might be better explaining this is Ryan Lyon. Oh, Ryan knows the whole doing nuances here. He's not around. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, I mean, for the sake for the sake of example, though, put in like um, yeah, like what would be a reasonable order here to just stick so, in here? So put in so put whatever. in ten, say ten thousand and then click buy. Okay, it's my money anyway, so you can lose it. But it says, uh, wait, did I do something wrong here? Like, why does it say ten thousand three hundred ox? Uh, oh, okay, now that's right, that's right. So I don't understand like what a contract essentially implies. So margin one thousand eighty one. New margin ratio, it says 0.54%. That's okay? Yeah. And, and all this is really useful, by the way, and is the reason we're switching to, to sliders. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, but normally, like, if let's assume I have a margin ratio of 0.54, how much does the price of Ox have to drop for us to get liquidated, liquidated here? Um, I think a lot, like 90, 99%, if it's 0.054, if that's what oh, really? um, I think the... I think basically, um, if I remember correctly, the the margin ratio is basically the percentage you, you would need to go down to to liquidate okay. around that. But because Good. it's cross margin, then all of your positions affect it, right? So if I'm longing, if, I, if I'm longing, uh, say, and I am shorting ox or something, both of those positions will affect the liquidation for the other one because all of the, the collateral and every position affects the liquidation price. You see, so it's a little bit, a little bit more confusing than normal because it's not isolated. And the thing is, like, this, per, this is a perp, but it's not actually, um, like, I guess, how, how should I say this? It, like, it's getting this price feed from somewhere else then. It's not from this platform, really, right? No. Um, generally, uh, it's just from T1 exchanges or Uniswap mid, right? Yeah. So Ox is generally just just the middle point of Uniswap. Um, and all of the other pairs are generally just a, a constellation of all the exchanges. Okay. So I put this like order in. We'll, we'll find out how it goes. So if you put so, in like ten something like 10,000 contracts or 1,000 contracts. I put 10,000 contracts. Yeah, that's what I put. And I bought and make sure the price is like um, 0.0103, something like that. That's what I did. Cool. 0.103. Got it. Well, maybe higher, actually. <laughs> a little bit too late. <laughs> 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 you don't need to 
<laughs> Should yeah. I close that or what? Yeah, maybe close it and come back. Um, wait, how do I do that now? Let's see. Sell perp. Um, there should be a close button. Oh, there's a close button. Let's see. Um, do, 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 like on the right hand. If you go down under the under the chart. Oh, there's a little section here with positions. Yep. Does it take a minute to show that position? I guess maybe. Let's um, see. it might be in open orders or something. It might not have hit. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it's open, so I can hit. So it hasn't hit yet. You can just close it, no problem. Okay. All right. So we're gonna do so, this. Um, yeah. So in in this case, maybe do uh, 0 0.0104, just to ensure that it's within five percent. Okay. Mm, we're gonna like. Yeah. So if you do ten thousand contracts here, it's still point five four percent. So should I go? To a, like, let's see, higher price. Well, maybe, maybe a hundred thousand contracts then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Are you sure you have that right? Okay, I think you do. Yeah. Hundred thousand contracts. That gets it a five point four percent margin ratio. Yeah, try that then. Okay, so five for so five percent. Okay. Yep. I don't even know what the fuck this means. I'm just like pushing buttons. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess I'll figure it out once it gets liquidated. Once, like, oh, okay. Um. Well, okay, I'm I'm so, just having you do it first, so then you can see yeah, the yeah, sure. or whatever. <laughs> whatever. So okay. Um. All right. So it's also point. one of those things where I don't really want to explain too much because we're just switching it out for sliders. Mm, um, yeah. Yeah. So it's really I, I learn all this shit. Yeah. So the price I have is point zero one zero zero one zero four thousand contracts. Right. The notional total is one hundred four thousand ox, and the new margin ratio is like. Uh, and that was like 10.79% or something. Okay. And then can you see it in the open orders at the bottom? Uh, open order. Yeah. It's, um, yep. So it's, it's just a bit and it's a bit below the mark price by a little bit, like maybe four, three, four percent. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And then if you, if you look at the top and you refresh the mission two, you know, the little bit above the trading. Um, oh yeah. My mission two says hundred percent now. It does. Okay. Uh -huh. So, so basically, by bidding, you've completed mission two. Okay. I don't know if it says. Does it say one hundred percent in your screen? There's one hundred percent. Yeah, here. Oh, nice. So it's like you've you've bid sufficiently large size that it's just completed. Um, okay. So now now it's just completed. Now what is going on there? Well, you've completed the mission. You've filled up the order book, and in exchange, um, you've completed one of three missions. Right. So now okay. you can actually just close the order. So you can do this without any risk, right? Okay. So you, you, right. you've bid 5% or so below the mark price. And you've okay. done it for a sufficiently long time, which is really only a minute. And then okay. because you've done that and you haven't, hit, uh, you haven't hit the bid, you can just close it again. It's done. Okay. That's the mission right. done. Um, I have no idea what I just did, but I got mission two done. Okay. Well, miss, mission two <laughs> is, just, is just bidding for ox. That's all it is. Okay. All right. Um, the the larger the size of the bid, the shorter time you need to keep it open. Okay. So you you bid reasonably large size relative to your account, um, and because of that, it hit very quickly, right? Okay. So what are these other missions then? So now, so now, say let's go back to if you go to the top to ox farming again. Just have a look at the missions. It'll tell us the missions. So the the so mission two was feed the ox, which is bid on ox perps. Place so we, a bid buy order on the ox USD per pair. 
must be placed and maintained within 5% of the mark price, Yep. Um, et cetera. So size of bins must be at least 5% of your aux balance. So you did that. So did that. And if you bid the amount of 5% of your balance, your bid must be active for these 12 hours in the 24-hour qualifying period. Um, but it, it seems to have finished the mission instantly. It, it, it's sort of exponential. So the larger the bid, the quicker it is. Right. Oh, Every, right. Everything is built like that as well. Well, that was pretty quick then. <laughs> so yeah, easy. Uh, there's like mission one, which is your size is not size, which says, you know, which goes back to like the the, the GCR. So, yeah. Uh, so so one want, way. Like, so um, mission three is volume relative to account size, and mission one is leverage. So you can hit these in two go in in one like hit two birds with one stone basically here. Um, one thing you could do pretty easily is say. Uh, long and short, two correlated assets like Bitcoin and Ethereum or something. Hmm. Okay. So you could you could do something like that, or or if you have a look at the list and and see what you want to do. And um, these missions are what you do these every day or something. Like you do them every day, and it's two hundred percent a year. And um, so every day is something like zero point six percent yield. So if you have a, a like a reasonably large account, like I don't know, say if you have ten thousand dollars in or something, zero point six percent a day, whatever that is, sixty sixty dollars or something. Okay. So it does compound pretty quick. Um, the exchange wants it because they want the order books filled. They want people trading. Um, they want liquidity. In right. return, you get paid at OX. Um, the difficulty of the missions is very easy now and will go up a little bit with time because it's being calibrated right. Like, obviously, we cannot pay out 200% to everyone every time. It needs to be a little bit challenging. It needs to be more of a game where you, you can strategize and some people win and some people lose a little bit. Um, but either way, it's like challenging and, and practical enough to be able to do. It doesn't wreck people, but it's, it's equally a game. It's challenging, right? Okay. You have to be a semi-decent trader. Um, but right now, it's, just, it's literally just onboarding very easy. Okay. Yeah, I've never like messed with perp platforms. So like the like margin ratios and the, just the mental math involved with yeah. sorting it out. I, I mean, I this is I would say this is um, designed to be a little bit more difficult, more like OG DGENs and FTX and stuff. Uh -huh. Some, something also I wasn't that familiar with. I'm more familiar with sliders and things. So mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so on. So the next thing on here would be like Litecoin. Uh, like so, so I, I was joking yeah. about doing the Litecoin thing yesterday. So, so if you look at the the list, then you have fetch and other stuff on there. Whatever you want yeah. to long, right? So uh, make like if I were you, I might pick something I want to long and then something I want to short, something like that. Let's do. Um, let's see. Let me look at one that's uh, what is dip today. Let's see here. Let's do something that's taking a little bit of a dive, <laughs> just for fun. Um, Okay. So you you could long uh, fetch and short lunk or something if you're feeling brutal. <laughs> Whatever you like. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, let's try. Okay, let's try. I think like fetch is on a good upswing. Let's um, like I think that'll reach high pretty soon. So that's like a reasonable goal. So like it's at a dollar fifty six now on here. And yep. so my assumption here is that we're going to hit a dollar twenty, which is its high. Mm -hmm. 
So what am I like, what am I betting here? So do I do a limit order here or do I do a market order? So I would do just a market order just because it's play money or whatever. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, so, so you're, on, you're on fetch trading pair and market order. And then you just want to yep. up the contracts until you have like a reasonable margin ratio. Like maybe, I don't know, whatever, 10% or something. Let's see here. So at 10,000 contracts, the margin ratio is 52.86. And if I go to 100,000 contracts, it's 528%. So yeah, lower than that. <laughs> so if I go to 100, it's 0.53%. What's 1,000? Let's do 1,000. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be 5.3%, basically. Yeah, that's okay. 5.3%. Okay. Modest. Okay. So let's do that. And, um, all right, so a 5% margin ratio, okay. All right, so bought that, um, great. So now what else can I try? So then maybe something you'd want to short, such as uh, Lunk. <laughs> Shorting in a bull market, this is, this is like, <laughs> this is a good Well, there, are, there are lots of like <laughs> hyperinflationary things that have come out, like, yeah, J, like J, J2O and, I don't know what a sales is out. Um, there are lots of things that are still crap, right? Yeah, this like or huge team unlocks coming or whatever. Yeah, like a tier or some shit. <laughs> like I don't know. But honestly, it can just be like a. It could just be sort of a hedge for now. It doesn't need to be that dramatic. Okay. Or should I put? Um, let me see here. Uh, let's see. Maybe short like. Uh, I was going to say XMR, but I think that's gone. Mm. Or maybe WorldCoin or something, because that just pumped like crazy. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it pumped like crazy, but it already dropped 12%. From, yeah. So it's kind of, it may be a little bit late. Yeah, I think it's well, like. Mm. Short Lunar until uh, Dokuan comes out. <laughs> okay, let's do that. Um, let's just play here. Okay, so, all right. So Luna's right now at. 0.68 here and let's see here um well the, the thing is you don't need to keep the position open for long you can just keep it open for five minutes ten minutes or something really okay yeah so so let, let's say you do a short of whatever just choose randomly and then keep the margin ratio under about 10 percent. okay um let's see Now, on the market order, it doesn't have like you're not putting in a price really. It's just the present, the present uh, sell or bid price. Like somebody wants to sell, you buy it. Okay. So, so you're matching you're matching the market makers bids. On so the I'm order. going to the sell perp then, not the buy perp. Yep. For right? shorting sell or selling perp is a short perp, right? Exactly. Interesting. All right. So, um, all right. Like. See, this is how much of an amateur I'm at this. Um, okay, so like mm, thousand contracts gets you like five point three, six point three one percent here. Yeah, maybe maybe put in like two thousand or something, and then fire it away. Okay, so kind of lower the that lowers the risk a little bit. Uh, raising it. Oh, raising contracts. It. Um, so that's a new margin ratio of eight point six six percent. That's fine. Yeah. So Go let's sell short there. What was okay. short 
Oh, Ryan, hey. We're hey, Steffi, to... long time. How are you, sir? Good. We're good. We're just trying to figure out how this Ox Fund business works. I'm taking him through the missions. So I Mate, just I'm completed the mission three. Wait, 24 days in a row I've done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I, had, days uh, I had Steffi set up an account and go through Coinbase, and then I just sent him some ox because it's too—it's too annoying to get him to buy right now. Um, and then I've just taken him through like the first three missions. Okay, so yeah, so we got the mission three done. Right, and the last so, one was something. So have you have you done those two positions, the long and the short? Yes, those are done. So if you if you press the little refreshy thing top right on the mission, mission three is done. Yeah, it's done. What about mission one? What does that look like? Mission one doesn't show anything yet. I don't know what that. Have is. you refreshed it? Um, yes. I think I think mission one, Bruce, um, only refreshes on the on the hour. hour. Yeah, I think so. Um, but anyway, like because you have these position opens positions opened, then um, after I think top of the hour or something, maybe zero zero, just turning now, um, it'll update. And basically, the larger the size of your positions, the quicker the missions complete, right? So that the higher the higher the leverage, the bigger the size, the quicker these missions complete. So maybe at the top of the hour now, in about two minutes, you should see some level of completion, or if not, you'll see it in an hour. Um, it's just the, bad timing because we're about to refresh the day in one minute. Oh yeah, I just oh yeah, it's UTC, isn't it? Fuck. So what is, what does it mean when you refresh the day? What is that? Well, it 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 resets every day. So you have until midnight Europe time or London time to complete oh. your missions every day. And then um, at the end of the day, if you've completed all three missions, then um, whatever 200% divided by 365 is paid out, like 0.6% a day or something is paid out. And then everyone resets and the missions are back to 0% again. And you can complete again for the next day, right? <laughs> okay. So, um, so yeah. Ryan... So Ryan likes to do it right at the end of the day, like 10 minutes before. In fact, it's just, it it just reset, uh, technically. Yeah, so maybe, maybe you completed only two this time because we weren't quick enough. Mm. So you don't get awarded unless you do all three. Um, no, so, so you learned one of the brutal lessons of the exchange. You must be on time. You must <laughs> hand time. in your homework on time. <laughs> my, my error okay. there, because I've just switched time zone. Uh, and... Uh, and I had thought we had time, we didn't. So at the bottom, fair, mission, mission one usually takes like, depending on what leverage you are, like usually takes like several hours to do. A little so. bit longer, but you can hold open positions that are like relatively delta neutral, or maybe maybe you want to just hold them anyway, or maybe you're you're hedging like long Ethereum, uh, short Bitcoin or something. Yeah. So then then like you, right you now, find neutrality. Yeah, like right now, it's my Fet USD is like down minus 650 ox my luna um short is down 300 ox <laughs> right so, <laughs> so you haven't hedged properly you've learned your lesson I, i'm clearly wrecked here okay so and then the total leverage on like in the bottom right it has the margin details it's a 8.76 percent margin ratio total leverage is 2.45 x leverage mm -hmm. maintenance margin is 8600 ox Portfolio margin is 17,267 ox, and the collateral balance is 98,860 ox. Yeah. Available collateral set, it says zero, whatever that means. Uh, Ryan, do you understand all of that stuff? 
I, I right. personally am sitting around waiting for sliders. <laughs> yeah, I probably should too. He should have like like. Yeah, I, I haven't got it. I'm not sat on my PC right now, but um, yeah, like margin ratio, or was it margin percentage? As long as you're less than 100, you're not going to get liquidated. But obviously, you don't want to get close to that. Sort of like 10% is about all right to get your missions done with decent haste. Um, what else we got? So now the now my three missions are... But basically, you managed to... So you did mission two and three today, like yesterday. And then you goofed on mission one because you weren't punctual, right? Um, but but mission mission like for for description, mission two was very simple. All that was needed was to bid about five percent below the mark price for ops, and there's a very low chance of it suddenly volatile um, dipping five percent, right? Um, because it's completed so quickly, you literally completed it within like a few minutes. Um, likewise, the volume thing almost the moment that the order hit that was already sufficient volume so you hit that almost instantly too the only thing that takes a little bit of time is the length of time um to keep open the leverage positions which is mission one so really the last two missions two and three can take minutes um the the mission one might take a little bit longer if you want to be conservative and not mess with too high leverages mm. and um like so my comfort level in the sort of like trading and such is usually more uh, it would be more like qualified as longer term swing trading which is kind of like where you know you find some wrecked chart or one that's pumped to high heaven and then you sort of like uh push buttons i don't tend to do these mm -hmm. like you know five minute chart bullshit where you know people are like really trying to like gamble their way to because that shit's just pure nonsense no but in, i mean in the case of of missions two and three, it's it's very transient, and you can also hedge it. Um, so it's a little bit different. Like you could, on a given day, you could identify something you think is very overextended, overpumped, and something you think is like due to pump, right? And then just hedge them against each other. Okay, and and, and, in, fe yeah. and the example of fetch, like my liquidation price is actually like point one five fetch. The price of fetch right now is like a dollar five. So the yeah. odds of me hitting like so you have to go down a lot liquidation yeah hitting liquidation is just unlikely but if I close the position right now I'll be down minus a thousand ox right but yeah it temporarily you can go down or up whatever it's but it's yeah. um of course yeah so generally you want positions you'd like to hold anyway right also yeah. um that's not so even like, like fetch to me true. is like one where like I this is one where I'd like to hold to go to like I don't know five bucks yeah. plus for example but let's let's say um you have a short let's say you have a short position on something and also a long position on fetch mm -hmm. even though the liquidation on fetch might say 0.15 if the whole market crashes 80 percent, then your short position would be up so much so the liquidation lowers even more on fetch right because you would have way more collateral from mm -hmm. the, the pnl on the the short position so your your hedge would protect you even more got it because you're you're yeah because like the home when the market because it's, all done, because it's a cross it's a cross margin system so uh, isolated margin would be each position has its own cloud um, yeah right right and cross it. margin is everything feeds into everything else this so if, if one of your system. positions is way up it makes the other positions less likely to liquidate 
So if you wanted to have like very specific single margin type trading, you'd have to make two accounts on here. Then there's not; it's all cross margin by default. Yeah, you can. I think you can make sub accounts for for isolated, but um, most like higher level traders like the. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a way to add sub accounts in here, so you can. Yeah, cool. But most most like heavier duty traders like the cross margin stuff, um, and hedging and whatever else. So yeah, right, right. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, during a bull market, it's like generally easiest to long something. But if everyone's longing, like, like, how do they how does this system work out the funding ratios and stuff like, like, you can't pay everyone out. And long, the, right? I mean, uh, shit. <laughs> like, yeah, funding fees always typically on most exchanges, they target 0.01%. Or so I'm not sure what the target is on here. Um, and then if too many people are long, then the 1. long... 1.01% per what? Um, let me have a look. Like, you, usually, usually, not, usually on most exchanges like Qcoin, it's 0.01% per eight hours funding fees. Um, so that means if you are long, you are paying that amount of your total position per eight hours. Per eight hours. Okay, interesting. It's per so, hour on Oxfam. Is it per hour? Okay. So so some exchanges have per hour, some have per eight hours. I think on Hyperliquid, it's it's every hour. On Qcoin and Binance, is every uh, eight hours. It depends. However, um, in a situation like that, if the funding rate is positive and you are short, then the longs are paying you. Um, so fun- funding rate is sort of like a thing that uh, reflects the ratio of longs to short. And if you are, if, if the funding rate is positive, then shorts are being paid. And if it's negative, then longs are being paid, right? Okay. Um, so, um, but then there's, an, there's always an incentive for the balance to come back. Because if the funding rate is super positive and it's really expensive to hold open a long position, there's more incentive to go short because you can be paid those funding rates, right? So effectively, you can hold a short position. As long as it doesn't liquidate, then you're earning from the funding rates quite a lot. On an ongoing basis. Example: um, Earlier in the year, when Rune was one dollar, I opened a long on it that was worth like I think like twenty, twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars, thirty thousand dollars, or something. Okay. Over the next month or so, because so many people were short on it, my long position earned another twenty thousand in fees really? from the funding rates because the funding rates uh, were so positive. Sorry, the funding rates were so negative that the shorts were being paid by the longs. Okay. Interesting. So sorry, the, 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 sorry, the, I said the longs are being paid by the, the longs are being paid by the shorts. Yeah, yeah. So like, but is it because everyone's retarded? Like, how is it that everyone's shorting it? And well, I mean, at that point, it was just sort of um, peak bear market. Maybe there was some fud. Um, in the case of Rune, there were various trader groups who were talking about like exploits and stuff, and they compelled all of the the traders to short it. I think a lot of people just hold shorts open for no reason. They forget about it or whatever. Yeah. If you look at the variation in, in a lot of people are like funding rate arbors um, as a trading strategy because it often varies a lot um, hmm. and you can make money on it. But the point is that overall in, in these systems, in, in perps like this, then funding rate targets a certain number. And if it's above that number, that means there are many more longs and therefore the longs are paying the shorts. And if it's the opposite, then vice versa. Okay. So we'll see. Like, um, so but it's, this- it's essentially just like a, 
it's it's longs are paying shorts or shorts are paying longs always there's there's not really an intermediate it's just to each other okay mm. so on this like if you wanted to just straight up uh like if i wanted to like degen into fetch here because i think it's a pretty good trade mm-hmm. um so i can basically just go in there and plug in some number and go for it like let's let's say here um yeah um after you open your position you'd want to have a look at your liquidation and stuff and you might want to hedge it in some way but yeah you can just you could just full degen it whatever i don't have fuji on here i guess uh let me see here um which what coins are actually how do they decide what goes on here like based on any particular so um right at the start we're just talking major t1 coins that have very high liquidity um, they're the easiest to add initially and the easiest to market make. And then after that, we're doing more community coins. So, um, okay. if you look at the top 40 now, it's basically like all top 100 coins. Um, then in the next week or so, we're doing things like QG and, and Mog and whatever else, maybe even Zeph, by the way, we could easily do that, I think. Okay. So let me pull up, um, all right, let me pull up fetch here. I want to do like a bigger one because I think it's got good. Side. I'm so a funny, maybe a funny, a funny position would be something like long Zeph and and short XMR. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. Um, let's see. So let's say fetch here. Um, so um, okay, so we'll put a market order in for that, and we'll put in a. Uh, so we're doing a buy because it's a long, and we're going to. It, so is a margin ratio of, let's say, for example, um, 12.74, is that absurd or what? Like, good or bad? That's pretty low, I think. So be more aggressive than that. So maybe go to like... Yeah, I mean, play play around as well. Like, open the position and have a look at the liquidation. You can always close it or whatever. So 5,000, let's see. But ten thousand does here, or um, yeah, fifty nine percent new margin ratio. That's pretty aggressive, isn't it? That's that would be like fairly crazy because <laughs> you need to remember as well you're paying like if it's a positive funding rate, you're paying for the long fees every hour. Okay, so and- in order to, in order to to be like break even on fees, you would need a, a short position of equal size. And in this case, the collateral's still in. Wait, no, it's your collateral's in ox. But the perp is in USD. That gets it. I hand I hand over to Ryan while I eat my yogurt. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna do a thousand with a twelve point seven five margin ratio. Is that a is that acceptable? I think it's a, like immediately bullish, like something that like in the next few weeks could run like well past all time high and jump to like you know two or three dollars. So like it's at a buck now. So I'm gonna hit all time high on Fetch. It's it, all time high is going to be about in six minutes. It's about, uh, it's a dollar 20. It's at a dollar six now. Oh, wow. I originally bought this thing at like 40 cents back in a few, couple months ago. Yeah. I'm, I remember I traded Fetch um, in the last bull market um, when I first joined. It was like one of, it was one of um, Crypto Wizards coins that he was it's, always showing. It's still a Crypto Wizard coin. He's still showing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you know I think I'm sure I ran this up from like ten cents to like a dollar or something back in the day. Do you know another crypto wizard coin, uh, Ryan? Uh, Luna. No, no, no. There's a new one. Oh really? Is it 
I have on I have on good good sources that he's bought a lot of a certain coin that we both hold a lot of. Astro. Correct. Don't tell anyone. Hmm. Pure secret. Safi. Um, what it means is that like three three quarters of Astro shilling will be in Arabic soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You won't even know it's being shilled. That's yeah, Tuffy. This is random, off topic, but uh, what about uh, what are your thoughts on this Neuralink stuff? Um, there should be like a Neuralink coin. I just called my son about this because he was he was offered a job at Neuralink. I don't know if I told you guys, like, like but that's interesting. Wow, congrats. I'm like, did you did you see that he like they got the 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 brain thing to connect to the basically a cursor on a screen? And he's like, yeah, I just saw that. I'm like, it's fucking awesome, right? And like, I'm like, so he he because he got some different positions. He got a, a thing at University of California, San Francisco, and then he got something at Neuralink, and he's got like some 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 neurosurgery research, some whatever, some shit. Anyway, so he's like, well, um. So he's trying to decide what to do with his life next, um, this next thing. So I was he, like, he needs, sounds pretty he awesome. Needs, he needs some Neuralink shares in the family. He needs to negotiate that equity. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the, um, so <laughs> whatever it is, like he's, uh, so he's, he's kind of in that, um, position where he might go to this thing. So, but the, but the device is just ridiculous. It's like, the the idea that you can get the right amount of neural information out of like a specific spot in your head you can think that shit out and you can wind up moving a mouse cursor on a screen uh is pretty it's pretty impressive especially because small the brain uh like the brain to wiring interface actually is um like what little chunk of your brain and and how much training effect does this need like is it like you plug it in and next thing you know, you're fucking like, you know, Mike, you're you got a Microsoft mouse in your head. Or is it like you have to practice moving the cursor on a screen or something? I don't know how, like, I guess that's where the experimentation comes in now. They'll learn a lot with this one guy. Well, yeah, I mean, his identity is probably private, right? Like, we won't know who that is. I think like Elon Musk did a like interview on Spaces last night or something with him. I don't I didn't I didn't catch that, but I don't know. Hmm. So. I was gonna. Say, I wonder if, like, the exchange that Coach is working on will be Neuralink friendly for people to not have to use their hands to trade perps. That's oh, yeah. the idea. Yeah, I think Neuralink login would be great. Neuralink login. It knows off, based your Neuralink. How, yeah. how much margin uh, ratio to allow you? You know, like it's like a gatekeeping thing. Um, maybe if you if you're near liquidation, then it gives you an epileptic seizure in the night. Yeah. Now, what happened? Um, so when I sort of this extra fetch long that I put in. Um, okay. So, all right. Like, so I put in one for uh, executed five hundred fee of thirty seven ox total of fifty three thousand ox, and um, I guess hopefully I don't get liquidated. My collateral balance is ninety nine thousand three hundred six. It's showing that I have only two positions open. Does that mean it added my the new fetch position to the previous one? Yeah, it's always it always adds. Um, okay. And also, if you op- say if you opened a position at like um, 0.9 uh, fet, uh-huh. so you open 50% then, like in dollar cost, and then 50% now, 
the average entry would be the middle point, and also the average liquidation uh, would be reflective of that middle point. So it always adds together. This is like a gateway drug. You're going to get me like. So I mean, exa example, like as, <laughs> You're as gonna get me addicted to this. Yeah, I mean, good. like example. Let, let's say you open a. Let's say you open like a a position on uh, Zeph at twelve dollars, and then a long, and then Zeph goes down to six dollars, and you're close to liquidation. You could then add to that position to lower the liquidation and lower the average cost. Okay. Oh, you can add to the the set. You'd take a per, another perpetual, but at a lower at the lower price. Yeah, and and that would lower the liquidation, right? Because your yeah. average cost is lower. In stuff. theory, what you could do as a hedge, then you could put a limit order for a perpetual at a lower price too. Yeah, you, also you can do your your Martingale ship on perps. So. Okay. So, like the total leverage here is now at two point nine five, um, mm -hmm. and the maintenance margin is ten thousand five hundred. What is a maintenance margin? Like that's I hand over to Ryan. Oh, my collateral is. I'm in the green now. I'm now worth a hundred thousand four hundred. My fetch is up seven fifty. Ox, <laughs> you're gonna make me addicted to this shit, man. That's the problem. Like, well, you can you can go degen because it's just like donation money yeah yeah like it's funny oh by the way ryan um i had i had a question for you um so the like the tvl on kujira has been going up and you obviously are you still doing the kujira like council or whatever you're still on the no we all got fired what what do you mean <laughs> i fired them all they replaced every, they used to have a senator system of 11 senators uh -huh. but it turned out i did a better job so we just fired them all um no we we <laughs> we we just we disbanded that oh probably probably like going on six months ago i reckon oh really what was the reason yeah. for that um i think um i think i think i think like just the, the guys like didn't think it was working out for whatever reason and they wanted to, they wanted to do it themselves there's only one reason to do that stuff, and that is to to fraud decentralization when you have a legal issue. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably right. It's the same I, as I think, like think, same I, as validators. Think, it's like oh, I think, it's merely the validators who are deciding the direction of the chain, as well as the investor is staking. It's not us. <laughs> yeah, I think like I think like they expected us to be more like of a to be like more just rubber stamping things through. Um, and we like, you know, kind of set it up really like quite seriously. And we, you know, we're probing projects quite in depth and we were putting a lot of time into it. And, um, and, and then we brought up between us kind of brought up the idea of like having a sort of stipend to, uh, to, to, to tide us over for the work that we were doing. That was like, there was a lot of pushback against that. And then, um, and and then it was just decided that they they would disband it. So, um, so yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame, yeah. really. Um, it's, it's like it's a full time job, though. That shit. It's like yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not a risk. Everyone gets bored eventually. They're like, why am I doing this? So many hours of work for what? You know? I don't think it's a it's a non zero risk. It's like a there is some risk as well. I would say right. right. That that's why, like, even when I did the terror, when I'm like, like, I'm just gonna stay anon. Like, I, like, even my, like, all my accounts and stuff were anon uh, that I connected all that shit with too. I'm like, I'm not taking 
responsibility for shit. Like, like mm. so, someone's not happy, they can go fuck themselves. Basically, is the basic <laughs> behind it. I've had a, a bunch of conversations where um, it's been offered to me to to be on like multi sticks for things and stuff. Uh-huh. And every time when I've asked crypto lawyers, they're like, "Fuck no." This will, exactly. be, this will be used to diffuse. I mean, the upside is like you might get a Jimmy airdrop, but the downside is they, they will use it to diffuse risk at some point. Right, right. This is Bruce's fault. He did this, you know, or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just putting risk on somebody else's shoulders is what all that nonsense is. It's like, I don't know. Um, and not only that, but like, if things go well, no one will realize it was because of you. And if things go bad, everyone's upset with you anyway. So it's like, it's, it's like, it's really one of those no good deed goes unpunished situations. In um in crypto, there there are so many ways to work infinitely behind the scenes for a little appreciation, and um and take on risk, and sort of feel some feeling of glorification about it when it shouldn't. Yeah, I think it's uh, at any at any level, it's like some sort of ego thing for a while. People just feel good about themselves doing these things, but then it's like, wait a minute, if something goes bad, wait a minute, they, who's going to point fingers mm-hmm. at me? Whatever. Yeah, you're talking about yourself you, and your, your you emergency people, committee. The, the Jira Senate did not vet this DAP or whatever well enough. And you're like, well, they seem like good guys. And they seem like their audits passed. Well, but they rug pulled the liquidity. And like, well, I, I didn't fucking know that was going to happen. You know, like like everyone seems like a good guy until they're not, you know, at least in the crypto space. I, personally, Ryan, I'm disgusted that you asked for a salary. I, I trusted that you're a good community member who wanted to commute, who wanted to contribute to grown-up DeFi. Uh, it's clear that you don't anymore. It's clear it's all about the money. You know, <laughs> kind of disgusted. I, I didn't disband it. We carried on anyway until we were sitting down. So uh... yeah, but, but you wanted you wanted some compensation for the work you're putting in. That that. Oh well, yeah, I mean, like yeah, I mean. Don't yeah, you I mean, don't you care about grown-up DeFi? I mean, I, I did care about growing DeFi. I still do care about growing up DeFi. So if you did want to ask your question, Sefi, about Kajira, I can try and answer it. But um, oh, I don't, have, you still, any, uh, I don't have any insider information for you. But are you still like uh, in like using the ecosystem, invested in it, et cetera? Or what? Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think it's probably my something like my second biggest bag. I think. Okay. Uh, I think I think I've got like the most bizarre like portfolio of uh, I think I think Kajira, um, Astro is my biggest bag and Kajira is my second biggest bag. Oh, uh, it's pretty heavy, both of those. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it's not a very good risk. Mm. Port, you're, uh, you're, risk. you're on the far end of the risk curve. All right, fine. Brian, I've got a sizable chunk of Kajira. So the question I'm like the like Kajira is one of my bigger overall positions just because like by happenstance or whatever i'm like fuck it let's get it and the reason i got I, this is my thesis i picked it up heavier because one is like the tokenomics is favorable uh you don't have any like serious fud there the second thing is because like uh if you look at market cap wise compared to like execution um it seems like there's a lot higher market cap stuff that basically doesn't do anything um that is not anywhere near as good as Kajira. In fact, like even some of the other things that are out now, like Alephium and this and that is mostly just hype, but there's not actual real product there that's serious that you could use. So I feel like it was like undervalued based on how good the actual user experience and all that is. And so uh, I don't know the, I don't like know anything about all the different little coins and fucking shit coins on the actual exchange. It just looks like a fun. Hey, to play are, you calling, uh, are you calling Roar a shit coin? Or whatever. The, the point is like, I don't know. Yeah, like your war to- I have my roar tokens too, by the way. 
Um, what I was going to say is um, that, th like, it seemed like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It... Don't fight my friend's back. Come on. <laughs> I'm not putting... Yeah, that's Bruce's fault. So anyway... Um, I... Ryan, Ryan, Ryan did well. Ryan slipped under the door. He managed to get a meme coin into Kujira, and all the other ones blockaded out. So there's a, a, mass, nice. a mass division, a mass conflict now. It's like, why not my meme coin? Roar is there. So long so, as but, Ryan's uh, pumping my, um, my, uh, like pumping my lion bag, it's all good. My roar bag, it's all good. <laughs> but anyway, so with Kajira, I felt like, okay, the, the metrics looked pretty good. And I'm like, it looks undervalued compared to what it does. Um, it's not heavily like over pumped to the extent, in the extent that like, it's not available very many places. So you, you actually have to do a little bit of work to get to it, which means it's more the hardcore crypto people that own it. It's less the randoms probably. And therefore, like to me, it's like more of a kind of like an OG type of coin. It's like, it has that ethos. And then like, you know, they're doing so much cool shit as far as execution and they have some wallet that's supposed to come out, whatever. And then there was some description like the TVL has been, you know, picking up. I don't know where you look at that metric exactly. But like, what's your overall sense of the health of this whole thing? Like, what's your feeling? Yeah, man. Like, I, I think like you, you mentioned like tokenomics. Like, I don't think there's anything more bullish in tokenomics of a coin than it being fully vested. Um, because you just know there's particularly in like Cosmos, right? I mean, like <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, there's no inflation. There's no uh, big unlocks coming to dump on your head. So, like, I think like you can feel like pretty safe. I mean, I think there's some like there's some people who've got some pretty big bags, right? But um, especially the team. But you would expect that they won't be um, just kind of market dumping on your head. Um, fingers crossed. Um, ecosystem because it, like, it looks like the the TVL got up to about 155 mil. Now. Yeah, I think I, I think good. I saw like was it like I think I saw like someone posting that it's like something like top 20 top 25 chains or something for uh, for tvl um which is a pretty pretty bullish metric yeah i mean phase managed to get to like what like i don't know whatever stupid fdv it's at um with yeah, like, just for the last, have, uh, like say it's like eight eight billion fdv with with tvl of five dollars yeah <laughs> Something like that, exactly. Um, but no, look at looking at this. So this DeFi Llama gives you like like what the TVL is made up of. And back in October, um, the stablecoin market cap was just like two mil, and now the stablecoin market cap on Kujira is about eighteen mil. It's a big, big jump in that time. Mm. Um, let's see, uh, core devs. You know, they have some different metrics here. Again, largely in the to the upside. Uh, you have commits, which is kind of like declined a little bit. It was like heaviest over the summer. Uh, you have, let's see, what else? Uh, derivatives volume. I think, I think one of the best things that happened on Kajiru was um, was Mantadao coming along, because um, because the, the the thing that Kajiru was seriously uh, lacking was like decent liquidity, right? Because they've got this like uh, limit order. Um, approach to um to their liquidity um it, it was just like the books were you know fairly empty and large spreads and then mantidao came along and like mike was really smart in the way that he that he built mantidao and kind of used you know 
again, like decent tokenomics in the sense that there was 5% drops, airdrop to the community. There was no team tokens or anything. And then he just took the tokens and went and swapped them with other Cosmos L1s um, for um, for to, to create liquidity on the chain. So like they massively bumped up the liquidity and the trade volume by using, using Manta DAO. And I think that was really, really smart move. So, yeah, I mean, I don't really play around too much in these ecosystems anymore, largely because, like, I don't know, like, it, in the U.S., at least, the, the the tax situation is just fuck all. So it's like you don't want to be messing with all that shit because you got to, like, keep track of all sorts of garbage. And they're being way more aggressive with who they're tracking and how and shit. And so I just don't need that overhead, like, that hanging over my head, basically. Um, so that's why. Oh, look at my, like, my perpetual. I'm up 2,000 ox now. The um uh, a, a, a good tool that you might use on on Kajira Sefi is Ghost, the money market. And uh-huh. um, one thing I've noticed is that it tends to have higher APRs for lending than other than other money markets across Cosmos like Mars or Dimex. Um, so, so it's like, you know, if you've got some liquid ETH or liquid Atom or liquid USDC. Like it's quite a good place to park it to just get a little bit of yield while you're sort of like deciding what you do with it. So I thought that's one thing I'd recommend to you to to look at. And then it's like it's also like sort of relatively like auto compounding, right? So you're not um you you're not doing loads of taxable events by parking it there. Okay. Steffi, uh and Ryan and Coach, you guys were talking about um Herbst uh and you guys are trading it and all that good stuff just now. Not you, Ryan, but Sefi and Coach. I just pinned something in the in the in the jumbotron here that explains the Athena piece. And so Sefi, it looks like I, I so I found that thread, but basically they're <laughs> they're allowing you to stake ETH, uh, but then they're shorting or or they have per 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 I guess collateral and perpetual contracts to maintain its pegs. So basically I think what it's saying is they have like a neutral, yeah, a delta neutral position against the against Ethereum's price. So yeah, a user deposits staked ETH into Athena. This gives USDE a positive delta on ETH. Uh, but then this isn't good for stable coins because you essentially track ETH's price movements. So to hedge, Athena shorts a perpetual contract of Ethereum of the same size as the deposit is that sound like like i've heard these different theories before i don't really i haven't delved into them enough to know like it's a good idea no it sounds scary that doesn't sound like a good i don't know Um, i guess like at at a general level like complexity is the enemy of perfection in most of these things like so if you don't understand it it probably is going to break at some point (laughs) that's usually but yeah, so you're you're putting up staked ETH as collateral. So Kareem, you know who did a good like review of this also is Galois Capital, G A L O I S. They're the ones that shorted Luna back during the crash and bragged about it and shit. Oh, that guy. But they're, Ryan's they're like fuck that guy. Right <laughs> so, but they're pro Athena. I don't know what they're pro, but like they he, they did describe like mm-hmm. the universe where this gets wrecked. So if you want to read whatever they said. Uh, that reading that thread by Galoy Capital like two days after the lunar crash just broke my heart. Like I will never forget that. Yeah, you were never, about to, you wanted to ring right. the right. 
What was it like? A the sacking of Carthage. The sacking of Carthage. Oh. <laughs> yeah, those dickheads. Anyway, but yeah, it's like, um, yeah. So anyway, Kareem, yeah. There's these different mechanisms to kind of create like the so-called stablecoin and whatnot. And I don't know how good they are and stuff. There, you have to really go into like those white papers and things, and then you have to like go through a lot of math and. I don't know. It's very difficult to tell in the obfuscation of the math. Like what you don't know for sure is like all the edge cases and how it goes wrong. That's where Galois Capital's thing, like they just did a thread on it. Pull up their Twitter or whatever, G-A-L-O-I-S. And they did a thing on just what you're talking about. I, I was briefly reading it. I was at work though. So I was like, I didn't have a chance to really uh, look at it carefully. Ooh, I'm up 4,000 ox. You're going to make me a gambler, Bruce. Fuck you. Like This is not good. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep like sending money over here and like, Oh no. Savvy, how do you spell that? How do you spell that? Font? G-A-L-O-I-S. Galois. Anyway. It's it. Go to their Twitter page or whatever. I'm sure that Well <clears throat> Oh shit. This thing just took this shit thirty minutes ago. You're Remember, if you if you get liquidated, Seffi, then you can post your referral code and, and make it all back that way. <laughs> really? What do you mean? <laughs> people just people. Uh, make other people gamble. Make other people gamble. <laughs> That's funny. So the referral code every time what they lose or what like no any any fees that are paid uh, by them okay sixty nine percent of it goes to you into your pockets interesting all right um yeah nice so anyway like yeah this should be fun it looks like yeah is like if you keep adding some coins and things here um yeah futures perps is not a bad way to do a little bit of hedging of like. Uh, I don't know, like, let's say you have a whole bunch of long positions and everything else and the markets run up quite a lot. You, you know, you could do a little bit of like a simple short on uh, BTC or something and like hedge your entire bag, you, you know, so these things can be useful as a hedging mechanism if you if you do it right. But if you do it mainly just to get rich, that's a different thing. <laughs> you can do that, too, I guess. That's just a, a bit of fun. That's just going to hit all time high in the next few seconds or whatever. Because once you get to that magnetic level, it's just going to run because everyone just pumps the, the pumps the thing. So I do think like Fetch is going to run here. Like past all time high, getting to one Fib extension is practically a given. Every single coin so far has done it, like Injective and I don't know whatever else you know broke high. Um, Akash is getting close too, Bruce. By the way, um, I think you're going to hit. You still have your Akash, right? Uh, yeah, I got like. Uh... I don't know, some some kind of amount of it. Yeah, like so it's at four dollars now. So it's its top was eight fifty. Um, odds it hit there hits there now is pretty much hundred percent now. Like it's just gonna go. So like, but the next level after that is just obscene levels, like twenty four. So there's just a lot of upside there. Again, like these bull market tops just get absurd. But like, you know, is it rational to sell it all at like twenty four or something or twenty maybe? Probably. Just get the fuck out of it. Like after that, it's like it's pure gamble territory, and it's not worth the risk. You can always get some. We can always buy something else. Mm. When is but when is Doge gonna ten x? Ooh, um, I don't know. Like, there's different debates about that. The Fildo and I were talking about this yesterday. There's a guy here yesterday from the Dogeinals. Like, I don't know. They're doing like these Doge inscription shit and like some different projects on the side and. Um, I don't, I don't really know, but like there's, they're building a lot of shit on it. So it's quite possible it runs at some point. The Doge is like such a low risk position here. Like mm -hmm. you should Doge perp, perp on, on there, like on, uh, on uh, if it's possible to do it on Oxfund. Well, nothing has really happened with it so far. 
No, no, no. It's like at eight, 0.085. It went to like 0.09 yesterday. Yeah, it's at exactly resistance at like 0.09. So for it to run, you're talking about like, you know, could it do like maybe uh, like a 3x would be very, very feasible. Like the last time Elon got onto spaces back in like October 22, he, he got on to talk about. Uh, so I bought some Doge just while he was chit chatting on Coinbase and um, I picked it up at like, I don't remember what, like eight cents or something. And it pumped to like double within, I don't know, a minute or something. I don't remember how, it was like an instantaneous thing where he talked about, um, he just said Doge to the moon just in a space with like 300,000 people in it. And immediately everyone aped into the thing. And just with that number of people, the price doubled um, immediately. Now it did get sold off, like most people just like pump and dumped it. And then again, like when this X payments thing got announced, I don't know if you remember this recently, but it kind of like pumped instantaneously. And um, at that point too, it went from like, I don't know, like eight cents to maybe, uh, no, it's like seven to 10 or something. But the point is like, it doesn't take very much to move the Doge market, even though it's a fairly high liquid, high depth market. Um, when the, whatever hype cycle for Doge emerges, it will run. So Doge is like right now, like let's say you made, I don't know, like, let's say something runs up heavy and you make a 10x right now in the next few weeks, which is actually pretty feasible in some of these things. Uh, then let's say this happens and you're like, hey, fuck it, I'm out. Like, Doge would be the one to dump into because it hasn't run at all. So your risk on the downside is quite low. And your risk to the ups, I mean, your benefit to the upside is at least probably at least a 2x. So that's kind of the way to look at Doge. Now, can it do a lot more than that? Like, just go crazy? Maybe. Who knows? Like, who the hell knows how these like viral things end up? playing out it's just pure unknowns right but it is harder to move it because a much bigger market cap so there's that but um the other thing is like it's everywhere bruce it's like it's one of these things like the litecoins the doges they're on every exchange all over the planet and you can take like leverage positions on it. you can do whatever you want so the odds that it's going to run at some point is high just because like when the hype happens everyone can get it instantly and it just runs so i think it'll go it just hard to say when but the thing is like once it starts to run the memes will just go fucking crazy like um i don't know if you you i don't think you were there in 2020 or so bruce when it started to run i was like i was like kind of like at the time i was in disbelief i'm like what is this doge nonsense like what is it doing and obviously it outperformed quite literally everything in crypto uh, or something like that at the time um it just blew away the bitcoins and the ethereums and whatever just completely like, you know, if you had a sizable bag of Dogecoin back in 2020, you pretty much uh, didn't need anything else, pretty much. Because the thing went from like point not not one right, to like 74 cents. <laughs> so, like, just a crazy multiple. So, I think it'll be fine. But I don't know timing and stuff. There's that satellite thing that's supposed to come out, too. So, one way to do this is like leave a limit order for the thing. So, just leave it like a sell order at like, I don't know, 3x or some nonsense. And just have a limit, and then when that satellite thing happens or whatever, it'll just sell off when it, whenever it pumps. Uh, you don't have to worry about how high it goes and all that stuff. <laughs> Coinbase Mobile, Steffi, uh, like I guess maybe in advanced trading, they should let you do those sell orders yeah, and you can limit. do it. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you, there's just a button for the advanced trading, and if you're using Coinbase, it's like a little button. You swap it, and it just does that now. 
if you pay for that Coinbase One subscription, which is actually pretty good, if you're any, if you're trading any sizable amounts of money, like there's a certain amount you can do free. And I and I bought like a crap ton of Chainlink for basically free with no no fees. Normally you're paying like thousands of dollars in fees and whatever for large transactions. But if you are making large transactions, then you want that Coinbase One thing. You get like a certain number of free transactions per month. And then the Coinbase, but the, but the fees otherwise are a ripoff. If you click the Coinbase Advance button, you can get cheaper fees, but you, you don't get to use the freebies that you get off of um, the Coinbase One. So I use both like, you know, if, if I've used up all my money in the free thing, or not free, but like the monthlies, monthly subscriptions, like 30 bucks or something. But like, if you pay that, you get, it's worth its weight in gold as far as, um, like if you actually use the thing for a lot of money anyway, but yeah, Coinbase advance is what you want. You can do limit orders in there and uh, no problem. So like Doge, you get some here and you, 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 let's say you get a two X or something. You just have a sell order. <laughs> like the thing is like, you don't have to get too greedy in bull market. Like if you have a little money and you're like, I don't really want to risk too much of it. I just want to like leave a little bit here. And if it doubles great, I'll go to dinner twice instead of once then that's the kind of stuff you can just park there and it's just in a bull market just in a snap of a finger it goes and then it's like oh look like there was a lot of stuff back in 2021 like i just put a ton of shit in coinbase and just put a bunch of limit orders and they all just sort of kept hitting one after the other and i didn't really care what they were i didn't want to pay attention to them like i, I couldn't even bother i didn't even know half the shit was i was just like oh hmm, let's buy this and then the chart looks good and i just and everything just runs did it like simple 2x and then um sold off so you know, it's just free money kind of. So if you're early in a bear market and you do this and you don't get greedy and you don't like ride the thing to infinity, you just sell. It's fine. Anyway, let's see here. What's happening to my little perpetual? I'm, ooh, it's 4,200 ox. That's good. But my Luna uh, perp uh, is at minus 420 ox. So it's kind of like, but I got mission three done, Ryan, <laughs> for today. And mission one is at 10%. So I'm, go I'm doing good. Got to get your ox bids in next, mate. Now's the perfect time to get the ox bids in, actually, because there's someone bidding like 90 million ox. So you just pop your pop a large bid in right underneath them, and uh, you can get mission. You should be able to get mission t mission two done within. Um, okay. minutes Describe what I have to do. So buy perp ox use. Uh, some like you want me to get like how many hundred contracts or like how much? You go to go to Ox USD. I'm there. Yeah, and then you want to go buy per. Then you want to do it at um maybe like uh point not one oh four seven. So a limit order then. Yeah, limit order. Yeah. So it would be zero point zero. Like wait, what? One. One. Zero. Uh-huh. Four. Four. Seven. Seven. And that's like um so the current mark price is one zero eight six and this yeah. is zero four seven. Yeah. The idea is if it dips, then it's gonna execute this. But if you look at the order book there, you'll see that someone else is trying to some some whales are trying to do their missions at the same time so you've got like 150 million ox per bid ahead of like that that limit order price so very unlike even if the market did dip it's got a lot of book to get through before it gets to before it gets to you 
and you're still within range. And what margin ratio do I want on this one? You can like you, you can ramp it up quite high, like to like maybe like thirty or forty percent, because you're only putting on a short term uh, trade. Oh, I'm and then you do this, and then I'm going to exit. Something. And then you're going to cancel off the order. Huh? Okay, so like ten thousand contracts gets me ten point two two percent. Wait. Yeah, add another zero. See what happens then. It's still eleven point four four percent. Add another zero. Fifty two point eight two percent. That might be a bit risky. Okay, all right. So let's go down a little bit. Maybe go like seven fifty seven hundred fifty thousand. Seven hundred fifty thousand contracts. Okay, all right, and that gets me to forty percent. Yeah, do that. Okay, and then so okay. Like, and then, like, I'm not sure exactly, like, when I get liquidated in this or what, but I guess I'm only doing so, this. So, so basically, like, the mission is, like, bid on, bid on Ox, right? And, like, you have to do it with, like, a certain percentage of your, like, collateral. But the, the higher you ramp it up, like, the quicker the mission completes. So, right. um, so, like, theoretically, I think that should probably do it in about, like, 15 minutes or something. Yeah. So you only need to leave the bid open for, like, 15 minutes, and then yeah. you just monitor mission two. Mission at 10%. So, yeah, it's doing it. Not bad. And I'm at my, my little fetch positions at 5,400 ox positive now. So it's, like, I'm winning here. I'm up 5% of my whatever uh, Bruce sent me. He sent me 1,000 bucks, or, like, yeah, like, 100,000 ox. And I'm up to ten thousand, one hundred thousand, uh, five hundred now. Not bad, <laughs> making progress. Generational wealth, Sophie. Generational, Generational wealth. Yeah, this is the this is the future of finance right here. I'm I'm simultaneous. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to take you on. I'm short. I'm short fat right now. Oh my so god! I'm trying to take you on. You really are. Like, and I'm in. I'm I'm in the. I'm in the red. Uh oh. <laughs> No, I think like no, legitimately I think fetch will hit its high. And just like everything else that's done this this season, it's just going to blast right past the high. Because like you've had price discovery below the high for like a solid what, 2 years or something, 3 years or whatever. So at this point because in 2021 the top of fetch was like in September. So the odds that if you hit high now that you're not going to break it is I mean like almost like it's just going to go because people are going to just ape into this thing. And I think like $4.70 would be like a good, like first extension. And that's only like a, I mean, it's barely a five X from here. So I think it's feasible. Let's see what happens to my. Oh, I'm just short term trading though. I was so just going to leave, I was gonna leave this one. I'm betting. I was going to leave it. Open I'm betting the bounces around a bit here. I was going to leave it open and see what happens. Cause I think like, so once these things get to this velocity, you know how it is like, you're only talking about like maybe a couple of weeks to run to those levels. Um, most of the meat of the move is going to be within weeks. It's not like months or something. So I think like fetch is an example. If it runs now, then, you know, you're talking about like by, you know, by March or something sometime in March, it'll be at like five bucks or something, my guesstimation. But if it does that, then um, like, I don't know how much fees I'm paying on this thing exactly too. We'll see how that looks. Um, does it show you somewhere on here like where your fees are or does it like just disappear into the ether somewhere? If you if you go to um 
it's like it's either under wallet or under, or under profile and it's like history mm. uh and then i think it's like consolidated history or something if you click on that and hit search and it'll show you like all your funding payments oh really okay it's all did history search hmm. uh, yeah i don't know where that would be exact oh history there we go um see if it tells me what anything about this withdraw transfer consolidated um oh funding fees here we go so mm, there's some trading fees like 95 ox 74 ox these type of numbers and then there's the deposit rewards of 13.5 i'm not sure what that means i guess every time you i don't know and then trading fees, here's one of 37. So the trading fees are just for the trades themselves. The funding fees are relatively small still, 0.21. But you said they're every eight hours, you said, or every 12? Every hour. Oh, every hour. So it's just going to keep clocking in numbers mm -hmm. here. Yeah. Yeah. And a little trick on, on trading, and, and this applies to like all like spot markets perk markets like you're you're always better off like trying to just like place a limit order just over or under the price that you want to get in at mm. depending on whether you're long or short because you'll you'll usually um pay less fees so it's like um what they call it? it's like maker and taker yeah, so, so if you're a maker you're placing a limit order and you pay lower fees if you're a taker you're taking liquidity out of the market by by market buying and usually pay higher fees yeah so the thing about limit orders for purposes it's pretty cool because if you say hey i only want to buy this thing if it hits some sort of support level and i only want to buy it um as a limit order then you can just leave that limit order sitting there and i guess i'm I'm assuming you don't pay fees until the order actually begins like hits right? yeah that's like, right yeah that's right. so that's not bad because then you can just basically be a you can play very low risk and you could go for like only when the market dumps that you get something and then when it does you can you can ladder in your limit or you can ladder in your perps in the sense that maybe like let's say you know, let's say you have a coin and it goes from a dollar to, you know, let's say 70 cents and you're comfortable with like a, you know, like a one X leverage there. And then if it goes down like, you know, 40%, you're comfortable with like a two X leverage there, 50%, you're comfortable with three X leverage. So you can ladder them in, in terms of uh, like escalating risk on the way down. So it becomes like a martingale type of thing, or just increase the size of the position. Maybe same same yeah. leverage, but size them up higher, or both the size and the leverage is higher at the bottom. Uh, so yeah, you can play these games, especially when like the markets are very busy and volatile. It's a lot easier. In bear markets, it's like the problem is it's like <laughs> the velocity is so slow. Um, it's just not as entertaining. Um, but I, I guess in a bear market, though, you the the fun is in like. Um, you you basically go with more leverage because the velocity is going to be less. So you can basically like take advantage of the move, but um, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. My days of, my days of high leverage trading. Are, are over. Yeah. I don't, um, I think. Uh, my, my days of high leverage trading have never existed. So there you go. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't really bother. I don't, I don't like to have to deal with paying attention to something 
during the day or something where I have to watch a position and make sure it doesn't get liquidated and all that bullshit. Yeah, it's really, it's really stressful. It's really stressful. It's not good for your mental health. Yeah, for sure not. Um, oh, by the way, like, okay, so the entry price, my, my fetch is a dollar six. I'm a dollar nine, so I'm up five thousand ox. Not bad. <laughs> it's doing pretty good here. How's your mission two getting? Uh, mission two is Don't done, forget. so I can close it. Yeah. Well, that was quick. That was that like five minutes. Or yeah, something. it was pretty quick. I was gonna say I'm long on Fit and Edrix right now as well. <laughs> uh, which one? Fit and Edrix. Okay. Yeah, Fetch is uh, gonna. Hit, we were talking about how it's gonna hit all time high in a few minutes here. Yeah, um, I agree. I'm I'm pretty- I'm thinking three to five dollars in the next month or two. Yeah, the next Fib extension is four dollars and eighty cents. So that's kind of my immediate target, and then. Like the model, the model move would be like what Injective just did after its all-time high. So if you pull up Injective, it went from so yeah, twenty-five dollars was the um, breakout from high, and it hasn't reached its first fib level, which is fifty-nine bucks. And almost surely, Injective will do the same thing. Um, so I think uh, yeah, I'm waiting for Injective to do that, and also woo. We uh, we tried to break out last night after our spaces yesterday, and then it rejected. Yeah, well, that's because I think the market took that little dump. Dump. So yeah, like, Bitcoin and ETH always out to ruin the party. Yeah, with all with all of oh and uh, well, oh and and getting back to Kajira, Ryan, um, I forgot to actually ask you like, what what is your um strategy with it is it like stake and leave it forever or what are you doing with this thing nice i'm gonna I'm tell you something when the world starts to get really bad and these mugs out here robbing you gonna love digital currency all these motherfuckers they be running and gunning and i'm all like i'm sitting back just having fun in the sun and then i'm like one out of a hundred i'm just building up on it to some of everything we built during the last hundred upsets you're getting salty feeling faulty you ain't no man i keep robo here grinning it to it throwing up anarchy smoking toiletries Spitting philosophies, look at the dossier. We rack like geology. There's layers to this shit, like it's sedimentary. All these little onion peels getting torn off and buried. Imagine the smell. That shit is a vital experience. Without knowing how you will not survive. Period. Uh, <laughs> he's a fucking trip, man. To me, if you to me if you listen to this right, you're getting absolutely fucking ripped to death. Like on a spaceship but alive, you little troglodyte bastard. I hope you fucking listen, I hope you come to my house soon. I swear to God, man, I've got fucking loads of weapons on my dogs, man. You just a little laugh, man. Go on, fuck off, man. Do one, fuck off. Harmony. You know the one, do you looking for a fucking job? You fucking idiot. You've just been fucking at the desk. Fuck off. Try to change the course of the portion philosophy I'm just here for the corporation sponsor But bottomy feels like I won the lottery Like I'm ghosting this pottery Chill, Demi Boy, the shit's supposed to be haunting If it wasn't, ain't no puzzle You would try to train your muscle Air dropping like a fatal hustle But the pay is buzzing Think of all the loss accrued Just to pick up off the tricky custom I figure all those sub Would make up for something I guess it just goes to show The fuck do I know? At least it's quiet over here I like my little silo It's better than watching them fight over How to divide my time between Sitting at the desk and the ride home Devs at Mickey D's, they leeching off that Wi-Fi Zapdos and Moldy shipping more than five guys Console open, waiting for the kamikaze When the flash phone bang, they feeling like paparazzi Snap 
shot motherfuckers We got layers, meteora, jawbreaker We cracking a lot of craters We rapping a lot of pay dirt Maxing out relators Imagine the smell Five dollar wrench to your Darth Vader It's, it's really funny uh, to us at Binance That everyone here is talking about uh, blockchain attack We know who all the validators are We know, we know where they live And we're going to their house We have a wrench, a big wrench And we will attack them at the range And then we will take their validator node Physically and put it in a truck and drive it to China Right, so this is an extension of the the activities you performed on, on BTC, right? Uh, funding and creating these massive uh, Bitcoin mines, putting them in caves, putting them in, in uh, factories that were abandoned in the past, and also using electromagnetic pulse bombs to detonate uh, the USA and the other country mines, right? So you're now applying this strategy to, to Lunk uh, in order to take over the chain, is that correct? Uh, it's more simple. There's no uh, EMP bomb. It's just a van of men in uh, Balaclava, and they have wrench and they're taking the physical validators from people's houses. They are usually very fat and they're usually uh, in the shower with, you know, with trying to wash their mice uh, droppings off their uh, clothes. So it's very simple. We just walk in and we take it. But if there is someone who is sitting at the computer or sleeping at the computer, we, uh, we hit them with the wrench really, really hard. And then they say, stop. Don't do that again. And we say, that's okay. Just mm -hmm. give us your validator note. And then they give it to us and we drive it to China.